Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Neil World Order Bourbon Sessions, Volume 3. Uh, tonight, it's me and Brandon. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Uh, we're going to be sipping a few things. Uh, we're starting off with a uh, bottle of Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. Uh, I drank this on my uh, podcast, and I didn't give it such a ra- rave review. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna. I'm going without ice tonight. We're gonna be drinking everything neat for this. We have some water to kind of rinse our palates, and uh, we're gonna see how it goes. You want you want to give her a sniff and see if, you, yeah, if it smells like jet fuel. Actually, it doesn't it smell bad. Smell at all. Doesn't smell as bad as the uh, next one we're gonna try. <laughs> it's a plastic bottle. <laughs> all right, here we go. Little bit of bite. It's got some heat to it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's a hundred proof. Ooh. You know everything. We were sampling a little before we got started. And I don't think we. we everything did. was eighty. Oh yeah, that's eighty. The 80. trace is. Trace is eighty or is it ninety? Oh wow! I don't even know. Doesn't taste bad. Ninety is Buffalo Trace. For a hundred proof liquor, that's cheap, and this Evan Williams bottled and bond bottle is only about an eighteen dollar bottle that you should be able to find uh, pretty much at any liquor store. Yeah. I don't know if is Evan Williams Jack Daniels or Jim. I, Evan Williams. I I can't remember. I think they're Jim Beam and George Dickel is Jack Daniels. Yeah. So this was uh, let's see. Evan Williams was set up distillery on the banks of the Ohio River in seventeen eighty three. Kentucky first distilled bourbon, sour mash. This uh, actually, this benchmark is a sour mash. Was it a sour mash yep. as well? That Dickel we were talking about. I have a George Dickel. It is a George Dickel hand selected barrel that is a sour mash. The sickest I ever got was on a Jim Beam uh, seven year sour mash. I thought I was going to die. Well, tomorrow's I, Mother's Day. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for every one of your mothers. But yeah, so on the second go around, this not bad. You've never had it before. Oh uh, no! I mean, I Brandon doesn't usually dip into the price point liquors. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're 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 sampling some low end stuff just because one, it's it's readily available, and two, some of this stuff gets really good reviews. If it's under fifty bucks, I ain't buying it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch on that in a little bit with one of our. Uh, I'm gonna move this. Yeah. Before we spill it. Yep. Spill with it. an awesome find we had today that we will fill you guys in on. We're still uh, enjoying the Evan Williams. I just did almost like a shot of it. It's got like... It's got the... T- it gives you that warm ooh. hug. But it's not even... It's just like that takes your breath away. Mm-hmm. The wham in the back of your throat. It, like, not to sound pretentious, it almost tastes unfinished. Yeah, but it's... For it's a bottled and bond. In the beginning, it tastes well, and then it just... The, the, hard, yeah, and then it just diminishes to nothing. Like it's not bad. It's like a breakup where like you think it's going fine, and then you find out she stole your dog. <laughs> yeah, You're like God damn it, the dog's gone. Turns out the kid's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, on the second go round, uh, 
It's I'll not have, terrible. For it's not terrible. $18. dollars. I got this at Walmart. That is not. Terrible. And this, you could find this in gas stations. That's Evan Williams bottled and bond, hundred proof. Um, you know, a lot of times the bottled and bond stuff is a little more expensive, but this one, for whatever reason, not. I mean, it's got good color. It didn't smell like gasoline. But yeah, the ice must have. Well, it's got to be the ice. Well, it was. Um, we I watched, and I don't know if we talked about this on the last one. That neat documentary. I think we might have brought it up. And like they were saying, if your water is high in iron, that it can. Which our Midwest water here is very high in Sorry. iron. Yep. We have to. Uh, it's called hard water, right? Yep. Yeah, and yep. we have to break it down with salt. And so that's the same stuff. Well, I'm getting using. I use the well. No, I think I used. Use tap water, tap water yeah. I'm going to use distilled water going yeah. forward into my ice maker, and so that was. I think that broke down a lot of the taste and made it. You know, and I, I went through something similar. I think with the E. H. Taylor, I liked the E. H. Taylor when I drank it on right. the rocks, but it was like it, it did have a weird taste to it, and I started drinking it neat, and like. I'd be drinking that all the time if I could get my hands on more well, you bottles. Can't for three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Have you have you had that? I haven't had it. We'll 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 break that one open tonight too. That that's a good that's a good bottle. I I really enjoy that. But I feel I feel good about that. Like the Evan Williams, it, 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 it's not the ugly kid on the shelf anymore. It's I think not Long Branch. It's, it's not so Long, branch. Long Branch. Do yourself a favor. Uh, do not buy yourself <laughs> not a, a bottle of a Wild Turkey's Long Branch by Matthew McConaughey. You know what? It it doesn't taste bad. It just doesn't taste like bourbon. It's no. very barbecue. It's yeah. very mesquite. It was like, like it, ashy barbecue. Yeah, it just yeah. like it was left in the like they set the barrels on fire and <laughs> do like dumped an ashtray in it. <laughs> Marbles. Yeah. It just I, I I don't know it 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 just it wasn't my thing. Not terrible. Yeah. Not terrible. Not terrible. So we we're gonna score the Evan Williams. I don't know out of ten. What would you give it? Ten? Yeah. Um, probably a seven. Yeah, that's. Seven? I think like, originally I gave it. I would have said like a two, on the rocks. But I think I'd put it like yeah. six, seven. That it's. I had relegated it to strictly just being a mixed liquor. Sure. But I think that's something. But see, I think though, if you mix that into a drink, the alcohol taste would be so much more. That's yeah. It that really it may not. It, it might not be good. It'll just taste like it'll make your. Jack, if you're making, say, like a Jack, Jack and, and Coke, and make right. the Coke taste flat. Right, yeah. Because it's going to be overpowering uh, yeah, I don't alcohol know taste. If it would be good. You're going to have to do some dishes here. You I know. more dishes with just the two right. of them. Right, and, the, and I think I still have some upstairs. you got to hand wash these little Glencairn uh, glasses as well. Um, I mean, we should, I think we should go back to the... The McAfee's? Yeah, try the McAfee's benchmark, old number eight. Yeah, Mac, what we got here, b- benchmark number eight... Um, this is actually bottled, aged, and distilled by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Uh, unfortunately, I have the plastic bottle, but this is a handle, and just a, it was twenty-two dollars. Uh, every I saw videos on this uh, on Instagram, I think, and TikTok, where a lot of people were saying it was the same flavor profile as Buffalo Trace, and we did a yeah, pre-show pre-show tasting, tasting yeah. and. We would say the uneducated palate probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. The biggest difference I noticed when I had them in two separate glasses and smelled them was when I had the Buffalo Trace, I could smell the cinnamon in the benchmark. And the benchmark almost started to smell like Fireball, but it didn't taste like cinnamon. No. It just strictly it smelled smell. like cinnamon. 
So we're going to do this one again. Um, I think we enjoyed it. Yeah, I and the weirdness, the weird little bit of taste it has, I'm going to attribute that to it being in a plastic bottle. So once we get rid of this, we're going to try to get our hands on that. We, we found the glass bottles today, but we didn't want to buy one until we had drank this to see if it was even worth having. That might be a little much, my bad. That's not a big deal. It's all going to get drinking anyways. Eventually it'll all disappear. Color-wise, it's definitely lighter than the Buffalo Trace. Yep. Um, Almost like a cream soda e color. That, that's probably the best way yeah. to describe it, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, like Neil said, it, it definitely has a, a good flavor, a good taste. See, I don't smell the cinnamon now without the buffalo trace. Right. Now it's back it's to when smell. You compare it, it, when you said, compared it, you totally noticed yeah, the cinnamon. The, the, the buffalo trace has that vanilla yep. hint to it that I think it just changes the... And this, ha- this same, like, I mean, this is 80 proof versus the 90 on the buffalo trace, but... There's no heat to it at all. See, now after drinking the, the uh, Evan Williams, this is like... It's like water. Water. I mean, it tastes good. It's just like there's no It doesn't give heat. you that punch Yeah, the that 100 proof was... You said this is what, 80? 80 proof. So that, that, that hit, this hits all your bare minimum requirements for bourbon, yep. which is 51% corn. Um, no, everything has to be natural. has to be aged four years. has to be made in America. Uh, has to use uh, what they have to be white oak casks. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, man. That's all. Uh, that was some stuff I learned this week. Yeah, that that's a uh, good show, good watch. All bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Anything that has whiskey on it, not bourbon, can have artificial additives. So, like the old smoky stuff that I love and stuff like that. And we looked just kind of before we got started the color profiles on them. The old smoky stuff is a lot darker. Which is which? I love the old smoky stuff. I mean, you can drink a whole bottle of that and exactly. be fun. I mean, that night I did the podcast with Scott. I drank a whole bottle. I had to look for something else to drink. Right. You know, we were two uh, two and a half hours and the stuff for my birthday. We drank what three or four bottles of that stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. And we were pickled, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was, I, I was fine the next. Yeah. Day. I think too, it was so hot yeah. that I think we were. It just it was just going right through us or whatever. But yeah, so we got the benchmark eight, and um, we like this. I would score this. I, I'd score it an eight. Yeah, this out of ten for, yeah. for especially at that price point. The price point's the big thing, and like, and it's, it's a smooth drink, you know, compared to, like I said, uh, Evan that Evan Williams. I, th- I think a lot of people, unless you were a you get drinker, there are people that, that like that it. heat yeah. that. They, you know, depending on where you're from, that you know, Tennessee or Kentucky hug is what they like to call yeah. it, where it just grabs your lungs. At Leaper's Fork, that's what they just get. The Leaper's Fork had that. Yes. Which I, I love that, you know, the Leaper's Fork. And I think this is, I know we talked about this. This is, that's 100 proof. Yeah. Well, that would, that would be why it had the same. <clears throat> that 100 number. 100 proof bottled in bond. So very similar. That one, uh, I can't remember the name of the bourbon that we drank, and their sweet number was 107. Yeah. It was no more than 107. Which is high a lot of times you'll see yeah. for bourbon, because I think it has to be, one. is it 116 or 120? It can't be any higher. Well, that not It's 160 really, out of the, dis, the, the still. Okay. It has to be, but then before it goes in, it has to, I think it has to be 120 going into the barrel. Gotcha. Where they knock it down, and then, you know, it has to be at least 80 proof sure. to be considered a bourbon. There's... If you have, if you're into the science of bourbon and just like a lot of the history, uh, the documentary Neat, you can watch it for free. I think I watched it. We have Hulu Live. 
But I, I just searched it and I watched it through uh, IMDb. Yep. It's on, um, is it Tubi or Truvi? It's, it's, yeah, it's an app that was on the Roku down yep. here. Yep. A, guy, a guy on TikTok. His name's, if you follow this guy on TikTok, his name's Raffleworthy. He actually raffles off high-end whiskeys. And it's cool because um, all the money goes to, each month he picks a different Organiz- charitable organization oh, like this sure. month it caught my attention he's he's a huge pit bull advocate and i love my pities so um you know i thought it was really cool that he was doing that and he was explaining um <clears throat> i just totally lost my train of thought and we're not explaining even... the bourbons like yeah. the cost oh yeah the uh, I, I dude i literally lost my train of thought i i just felt like i just got drunk i am not even and yeah we're two drinks <laughs> Wow, but anyways, yeah, so if you like, uh, you want to win some high-end bottles, uh, speaking of high-end bottles, uh, oh, yeah. Brandon and I uh, went to, I had, <laughs> I had got word that there was this liquor store, I mean, that they exist, there's a chain of them, but that there was one, like, I don't know, it was ended up being like 30 minutes, 35 yeah. minutes, and we go down there, and um, apparently it's out of business, and we closed. drove right past we it, we drove actually. literally right past it, and, uh, but there was another liquor store, um, a, I don't know, mile up or so. Yeah. And we, we was like, ah, we'll stop in there. It was a there. straight convenience store. Yeah. And uh, they had everything. They had slushies. Yeah. They had everything you needed. Every form of bourbon. They have George Dickel <laughs> Tabasco uh, <laughs> barrel, which apparently is a thing I had never seen before. Yep. But, uh, I mean, the prices were a little stupid. Yeah. That's what uh, well, you were talking about. They have, you know, they had stacks of Buffalo Trace, Blattens, Eagle Rare. They had everything. E.H. Taylor. E.H., yeah. Uh, they had it all. Reserve. Weller Special Reserve. The Weller Special Reserve was only like 87 that 80, bucks. Yeah. That wasn't terrible. But the Blantons and everything else, you're looking, you were looking at like 150 plus. Yep. For any of that stuff. But uh, Brandon's Eye caught us this cool bottle of Heaven's Door... Ten ten year age, um, you want to? Uh, that's yeah. I've pretty much just seen it. Uh, was with the other guys. We were we go out. We kind of stop at places, and it's one of those. If you see it in the wild, you kind of you gotta buy it. So we were just walking down the aisles, and it was kind of hanging out by itself. So. It was in front of like the Sazerac Rise. Yeah, it was Rye. randomly just like yep. left on the shelf. And seen it there, and I think it was like a hundred and thirty. One hundred thirty five bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's a super cool bottle. Um, the it's got like kind of like a gold flake type bottle to it. I looked it up online. Um, a few different places. I mean, I've seen anywhere from four to seven hundred dollars. Um, whether this one is worth that, I don't know. Um, the bottle's cool. The box is cool. Inside, there's like a sheet of it. Almost looks like handwritten uh, song, song lyric. lyrics. Uh, it's a Bob Dylan bourbon. Yeah, Bob Dylan designed the. I think it was the, bo- the, the bottle works. Bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's on the back there. It's on the back. Um, it comes in its own full little box with like a Bob a Dylan. Yeah, it looks like a casket, pretty much. It said the uh, the Iron Gates. Let's see. Uh, let's see. This was handmade by Bob Dylan at his own metalworking shop, Black Buffalo Ironworks. So that's all about him, I guess. It's a limited release, ten years straight from Tennessee bourbon. Is the perfect melding of art and craft and a tribute to Bob Dylan. So uh, we have decided we're going to do a little more research, research before we crack <laughs> this bad boy open. To see if it's really, if it's, you know, we got a good deal or. If we got a unicorn on our hands. Or right. Or it's something cool. It's, 
regardless, it's a cool find. I mean, yeah, it was yeah, perfect. Not yeah. what we were looking for, not but Brandon caught it out of the corner of his eye, and now it's sitting in the Southern Comfort Zone. So I think we'll we'll probably end up drinking it, unless it's silly money. Silly money, then we'll use it to buy ten more <laughs> and sell those as well. Right. I think I poured us a little heavy on this, we but this strong. one this one's smooth though. Yeah, after drinking the, the I'd tell that yeah. that Evan William, but I, I'm I'm blown away that the change the ice makes. Like I'm more we we grabbed bottles of water too, so we're taking sips intermittently to kind of clean your palate. I, I feel like so fancy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Consider I'm sitting here in a white T-shirt and Adidas basketball shorts, more or less. That's all you wear. I know, right? I'm always in a white T-shirt at home. I think uh, when we were in college, Scott and I, like, that's literally all we wore were white T-shirts and cargo shorts because cargo shorts were like the thing. Although they're back now. <laughs> I was going to say, I still wear cargo shorts. I, I love my cargo shorts now. I get my, my Duluth ones that are super light with that stretchy waistband because I'm a fat ass. Duluth, you are fancy. Oh, no, I buy it from the outlet. I don't. Oh. I don't know. My father-in-law. Now he's the one's gonna have the eighty-five dollar Duluth. I love their. I love their underwear though. If you it's don't, they're buck, the buck naked yeah. and armachillos. They just had a special. Like I only buy them when they're like half off because right. twenty-five dollars for a pair of underwear. I mean, I've seen my balls in my. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna shit my pants in it. You know, so I don't. I don't want to spend too much. But they're they're nice. They're lightweight. They don't fall apart. Like that's that's the nice thing. Yeah, I, and then they don't have that cottony thing to them. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't have those. I swear by the armachillos. armachillos. They keep they keep your junk warm. I got uh, taken by the my pillow. I you know I've never I need it. I'm in the market for a new pillow. I, I have my hundred dollar pillow that I've had. Up, I didn't pay that much for. You know, sure. by the time you have your coupon and your Kohl's cash, <laughs> it was probably I. They probably paid me to take it. Well, actually, Kohl's, you can just take whatever you want. Yeah, I just got robbed. Yeah, I hand. saw that. Yeah, like, three or four times. The the smash and grab. Um, yep. Friends from <laughs> Illinois seem to be uh, all the rage here. They got again. some. Um, this one though, they got like partial license plate. Did they? On this one, but they said the windows had like plastic, plastic over them. Over yeah, them? what yeah. the fuck? I don't know. That's insane. The, you know, not that you guys care about our local coals, but our coals when you know when they switched to one exit, it was because they already had a theft right. problem, and, now and it wasn't smash and grab. It was just. It's right. It's just really weird that they brought in that like high end. It's like a high end makeup and perfume line. And they and put they, it right, right in the front, the right by the door. It's like they're bagging you for right. it. Right. It's like their insurance people are going to walk through and be like, are you fucking stupid? When, right. If it's that big of a deal, yeah. would you put it in the back? I'm just surprised, like, there's nobody's filmed any, like... There was a, the Well, the one, one person who just it. stood there from, yeah. like, 30 yards and watched them sure. all walk away. What would you do? I don't know. I'd be like, yo, brother, come on. Would, like, I, when they... We were... Uh, when we had Sully. Sully was a, a Roddy pit mix. I foster dogs. If you listen to my podcast, you know all this. If you just tune in for the whiskey portion of it, uh, we foster dogs. We love dogs. I love pit bulls. But um, we were outside PetSmart, like in the piss and shit area, and this guy came flying out of Lowe's with a basket, and all ca- the high-pitched sound is what got me. He had a bunch of Dysons. Oh, jeez. And people were just walking behind him, and he was like, and I was like, oh, that motherfucker steal him. So you know, and I looked, and Kylie's like, I should, I should release Sully. <laughs> Sully, Sully um, wasn't fond of people with um, darker complexions, sure. let's say. Yep. So anyways, I filmed them. I walked right towards, you know, got the license plate and everything, you know. And um, 
they I actually like when the cop showed up, he had me email the video. Right. And it turns out the tags were bogus. Right. They were fake uh, temporary tags. But you know, I you feel bad. The the employees can't do anything. I when I worked in retail, you know, and I get it. You know, per law here, if I chase you out of the store for stealing something, you get hit by a car, you could sue me. Right. Which you know we'd call that karma. Sure. Sure. But and that's exactly what should happen. You know, <laughs> but uh, you know, and you, I get it. You never know who's going to have a. That's why you should have a gun. But what would you? What, you would, what are you going to do? Give me that dice back. Right. Yeah. Give me yeah. Hey, man. Sure. Why not? If you shot one or two of them, people would stop. Yeah, but they cut your hands off in the Middle East for stealing. Correct. You steal a piece of bread. (laughs) So we're talking what? Four Dysons at five to six hundred dollars a piece. I mean, yeah, that's that's a hand, a toe, and maybe a testicle. Probably at least one nut. Yeah, you know, you'd be like Lance Armstrong. (laughs) I should probably finish this. Yeah, I thought he has he has like no nuts. No, he has one. One like Randy Moss. Scott can tell you the story. Randy Moss, when they were in middle school or something, caught his nut jumping a fence, and he lost a testicle. They went to school together. Yeah, Scott went to high school oh, with did you talk about with that? Randy Moss and yeah. Jason White Chocolate, Jason Williams. That's funny. DuPont High School in West Charleston, West Virginia. DuPont High School. Is that like named after the pink? DuPont pink? I believe so. Well, Scott will have to listen to this and fill me in, but I believe that's where, I mean, between the coal mining and everything, West Virginia is all about the polluting. <laughs> Not that I'm an environmentalist. I don't care. <laughs> I actually don't. Fuck care. the environment. <laughs> Do you recycle? Yeah, it all goes in the same can. <laughs> they all take it to the landfill. I'm pretty sure that's where it all goes. At least here, maybe in a bigger city. I wouldn't recommend chugging the benchmark. No, um, I gulped it graciously. We were talking about that right before we went on, too. Uh, my, I guess my introduction to whiskey and stuff back in college. I mean, it was, you know, buy a bottle of Jack, buy a bottle of Jim. You're buying cheap shit. Sure. But it was always shots. You know, it was like, shoot that, shoot that. Or you drink like a Jack and Coke. I don't even think I'd ever had a whiskey sour. I think it was. Yeah. And now you're like, man, I would have never drank it like this. And it's, you can actually enjoy it. I mean, you, you never really enjoyed doing shots of whiskey. No. I mean, it was just like something in the moment. If you were sitting there by yourself, you would never do it. It would always had to be like. In a, if you're doing shots of whiskey by yourself, you're probably crying <laughs> and watching chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's more. It's there's like, more problems. This is good alcohol. Look, steel magnolias. <laughs> oh, I hate the part where Julia Roberts dies. There's more. You have more issues, right? Although I do a lot of my drinking alone. That's, I'm good company. Yeah, I guess. I don't really. I'm drink. not lonely. I'm just yeah. drinking alone. <laughs> I don't really. I built a bar, so I'd never have to go to one. See, I just go to the bar. Then I'm not drinking alone. <laughs> Brandon goes to the bar. And next thing we know, we've drank. Uh, Three bottles worth of Buffalo Trace on the tab and only uh, had six drinks. And only had six. Of so them. don't order Buffalo Trace at your local uh, Yeah, check bar. the price for sure. Yeah. We were paying like $9 a pour. For and we could have went to the grocery store and... We could have came here. We could have bought a bottle of that Eagle Rare at that, guest Eagle Rare. at that convenience yeah. store. But yeah, that was Benchmark. Yeah, um, Benchmark number eight. I mean, it's... I mean, that's like I said, as far as rating it wise... It's good. I, it's good. Like I, I, I'd rate it higher than the Dickel, only, or not the Dickel. The sorry, Evan Williams. Evan Williams only because I don't like the uh, that punch in the back of my throat. Yeah, the little the little <laughs> hug gets yeah. to be a little much. I mean, some people that's their thing. Right. I, you know, I think sometimes it depends on the mood. Sure. If you're in a kind of a more, we're always kind of chill down here. Right. But if you kind of got that woo, like when you know, it's the breakout, the one twenty eight blue guess. flame right, setting. Right. Right. Which can be uh, pretty intense. For those of you that don't know, uh, we love our moonshine too. And Old Smokey makes a 
Blue Flame Moonshine. That's 128 proof. And it's a straight kick in the dick. It's, I mean, it's jet fuel. It, it run a car, I guarantee you. Oh, easily. It, it, it's blue in the bottle and it pours out clear. Um, it's, it, you take a shot of it just to say you did, not because it's good. <laughs> because you can't it. mix it with anything. Same with, with the White Lightning. You, like, you, you buy that just to have it. Even when you taste it Old Smoky, the guy's like, there's no reason to ever drink this. Right. It's not good. It doesn't taste good in anything. He goes, it's just, it's just what it is. It's right. all, you know. Well, even that's pretty much what bourbon was mm-hmm. before they started, you know, knocking it down. It was clear. And it was just eventually they, people started, you know, you go blind, you die. It gets to be too strong. Right. And, and then, you know, there's all those uh, stories on how did the bourbon become dark, you know. Because the whiskey originally that came over from the Mayflower was clear. Well, that's how um, Buffalo Trace has. I think it's called the White Buffalo. Yeah. But they have a, a clear. Yeah. And a lot of the places call it their white dog. Okay. Is what sure. they call the clear. That's like the slang. Right. You know, and then each, yeah, the White Buffalo is Buffalo Trace. Uh, each one has their own little name for it, but they always call it like their white dog. Right. You know, and it's readily available for well, obvious the, reasons because well, it's Trace like. Buffalo Trace one, that one's. That one's a little that's harder. A white to, yeah, like it, yeah. It's, I know it, yeah, they have it at their gift shop. It's available there all um, the time. Woodman's is the only place I've seen on the few things that I follow is Woodman's gets really? drops of it. My cousin had a bottle of it. He okay. we, when I had scored all that Buffalo Trace. Sure. He had sent in a picture. He would just finished, and he said he liked it. But yeah. I mean, that to me, that's some strong stuff. I just wonder though if it has the taste of like the vanilla notes, like the things you pick up on. You barrel. would think no, it's not because it's it. clear right. that it's. it's not is it just going to be straight like corn whiskey? Sure. We'll break this one open. Just you, yeah, you've never tried it, man. This is, you're my guy. I'd love to share this with you. Sounds good. And that's a beautiful bottle. Yeah, that's a very cool. I like uh, I like the when they have the the paper label over the top of the bottle. A lot of that's for the bottled and bond act. I like that. Yeah. I like the look. It just gives it a cool It's more professional. And this is uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor bottled and bond small batch. Uh it's a retail $45 bottle. This is actually what I got mine for from a friend of my wife's who uh, he's a collector and had it and was thought it was cool that I was getting good, into getting into the expensive hobby. Sure. And if I could get my – this is 100 proof as well. Yeah. Was well, not aware of that. Like, we'll see, see I just difference. drank it. Right. But, um, you know, Colonel E.H. Taylor, it's distributed and done by Buffalo Trace. Uh, Taylor used to be their own distillery. And then uh, when bourbon kind of started falling out in the late 70s and 80s, they kind of were absorbed into Buffalo Trace. But the old Taylor distillery in that documentary, that is actually Castle and Key distillery now. She uh, bought it. And uh, okay. Marion Barnes, I think, is her name. Okay. And it's all the Taylor stuff is still up. Sure, sure. But uh, this is, I'll probably go heavy pour on this because this is good. All right. I, I, I think you'll really like this. That I do. Castle and Key, that's they have on the on the bottle they have a little key, right? Yep. Because I've heard that that's kind of a collector like the like the Blantons with the letters on the horse. Yeah. The keys are kind of the same same thing. And she's supposed to be like very up and coming as far as you but you know, look at the color, it's it's a, it's darker. Yeah, it's definitely got more of the darker caramely color it's it smells good it has a more finished smell to it I, i'll say that than some of the you know as you go up and so which is weird because you're not really i mean i guess you're going up ten dollars in a right. 
in the MSRP price point. Uh, this one sells in the secondary market. 200. 200 because it, it's a hard bottle to find. Uh, it's it's really good. Like I said, uh, this is only the third time I've drank from it. Uh, I don't think I've ever shared it with anybody because I like it. Because I don't want to. Well, no, you know, and (laughs) I was inspired by what that guy said in the documentary where he said, he said his his father told him that there'll always be another expensive bottles, but it's the people you drink it with that make it, that make the memories and what makes it special. So, you know, what good's a bottle if it's just sitting on the shelf? And it's just like one of my wrestling figures over there. But I mean, this doesn't, this doesn't retail for $700, (laughs) like possibly the heaven's door. Right. That's the only thing is... But this, I, this, I, I love this. I just, I don't know everything about it. Oh, this might be my favorite one. Let's try it. For 100 proof, like there's no kick, no heat. It's a little more oaky than it is vanilla. And there's some caramel in there. It's just a different, like, profile of whiskey. I, 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 I don't know what it is. I, I love it. You're in your thoughts on it. It's def. I'm seeing. I feel it's definitely a little. It's definitely got some spice to it, but it's got good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, like the oaky. Like yeah. It it lingers. The flavor lingers longer versus the Evan Williams that was just like a, a quick jab and then it and then it was all on. kick. Right. Yeah. But this definitely has some flavor. To like I, this is something like. Like, if I wasn't careful and was in a, the wrong mood, would drink this whole bottle in the night. And that would be... That would be bad. Proof 100 proof. 100 proof problem. Yeah. And it's... Like I said, it's... You know, if you ever see one of these at a... Bottle? I would say I wouldn't pay more than 70. No. I, uh, it's... And you like... And you... It's... You love it. Like, I love it. And, and I'm, you wouldn't pay more than 70. You know, because at the end of the day, it's a $44 bottle. Right. You know, it's... Right. Well, you were saying you heard from a, a local liquor store, store that they're cracking the, down on. They're yeah, supposedly. So if if you're in the, you know, I don't want to say in the bourbon game, but if this is your hobby and you like to find stuff, and you're like, man, I can't ever find things, or when I find them, they're, you know, a bottle of Blanton's is two hundred. There's a store in our town here, tons of Blanton's, two hundred fifty dollars a bottle. That's insane. Like to be a store, I get if you're selling on Facebook Marketplace, but uh, I talked to a, a a reputable liquor store, place where I find a lot of good stuff in this area. I don't want to give it away because then you'll all go there. But um, he had said that the, the reps are going to start going around and cracking down on these people that are jacking up the prices. on Because the, they're not coming from the distributors and the distilleries. He said the Eagle Rare went up $6 and it will be, I believe, $49 a bottle is what they're supposed to sell it at versus the 43 So when somebody's selling it at $100... The people who made it and put the work and did the craft, they're not getting that extra cut. Right. You know, so they're going to, people that are doing that are going to lose their allocations. And then you're going to see the, the guys doing it the right way start getting more stuff. Wouldn't you think, though, at the overall, like, sales, like if your, your sales rep was going to that one place and they're not selling buffalo trays... Versus the guy down the street selling it at like he's like what prices. can we do to get this guy more right. and this How guy come, can't exactly like that sales rep they probably work on some sort of commission you would think you, you know, know and maybe maybe the commission they they're look he's just worried about the guy who keeps selling it sure but I mean once you've already put it in one store you can't right. outside of bringing in the ATF you can't pull it you out of another store because right. it's their you know right. but it's you know and it's 
I get it. They they all like the fact that stuff's harder to find, and they're they're not. It's nothing the distilleries are doing on purpose. This is an aging process. I mean, right. you know, the, the low end stuff. You're talking four years. Right. You know, that Heaven's Door, that's 10 years. That means somebody, Brandon and I were talking about this, <laughs> and said it would be cool to make our own whiskey, but then you're you're making this product that you've poured your work into. Like even something like Heaven's Door, that's going to age for 10 years. Right. There's a lot of work and craftsmanship that went into that. Right. So you're doing all that, and then it's 10 years. I mean, imagine if you do that. It's a time capsule. Yeah, I mean, how many batches in your, like that would that guy say most... Master distillers don't live to see their third batch right. because it's, it's the, the, the process, right. you know. Yeah, so year, you're talking 40, 50 years by the time you've made at least a couple crappy ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's just said, you know, we go to make a whiskey at ages five years. And we're like, oh, this <laughs> it tastes, like, tastes like Long Branch. <laughs> yeah. This Long Branch again? <laughs> and we're out of business. We're broke. <laughs> so, you know. But then we said we would just make it $400 a bottle so people would just assume it tastes yeah. good. But yet, do you like it? I do like it. Um, I do have a bottle. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't opened it. Yeah. And I'll be... It's very good. It's good. It's like full flavor. I, it's, it's, I feel like I'm... It's like the only thing on here I can honestly say I'd be... And I've not opened my Blanton's, but it's the one thing on here I'm yeah, actually... My house. Yeah, I'm actually stingy with. Because I'm like, I, I was like, okay, you brought the Weller. Oh, We're yeah. definitely going to sip the EHT. And like I said, I, I love it. I I just, I mean, for, like I said, from the bottle, the tube, the the history of Colonel E.H. Taylor, you know, and all that. It's just, and that, I think that's a cool thing about the whiskey and the, the whole bourbon game is just like it's, every bottle is like a story. And sure. it's, it almost sounds cheesy. Right. But it really is. And I think that's what makes it. Second sip is better. Yeah. It was the transfer from the... Um, You'll get a different flavor the, almost each time, each right. layer. Yeah, like the benchmark to this definitely um, Yeah, you just set went from, me back a little bit. You just went from a Saturn to a Cadillac. Pretty much, right. But uh, With the plastic doors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, if you do the benchmark we loved, but I would recommend getting the smaller bottle and the glass bottle. I would bottle. do the, yeah, yep. The plastic bottle did take something away from the... T- which it always does. But do you need... I mean, that goes back to our whole thing, is if you poured one in plastic, one in glass next yeah. to each other... Would you... Would you really I guess, know I guess we know what we'll be doing on the next episode. Right. We'll have to... We'll, we'll, we'll have to drive back down to... To... Uh, where were we? Alden. We're Alden, Alden, Illinois. Yeah. That's where we were. <laughs> what was the name of that liquor store we were going to? Armetti? Arminetti's. It's a chain, but apparently uh, <laughs> they weren't doing so well in uh, <laughs> link, in Woodstock, Illinois. No. So we had to stop in Alden on the way back. But yeah, I really. It's good. I I do. This is one of the ones where I feel like the Buffalo Trace. I feel like I can just put them down, put them down, put them down. This one I like savor each little sip. It has flavor, like layers of flavor. It's like like hot to, sauce. to be a hundred proof. Is that that's amazing? Like you know, if you don't, I mean, I, for lack of a better word, if you don't drink a lot, you know, you 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 can't appreciate how hard in the craftsmanship to make a hundred proof bourbon that's just good. That doesn't right. That isn't terrible. And I can tell you right now, the ice ruined this. When I, I drank yeah. it the first time, I was just like, "What did I buy?" Right. I mean, granted, I bought it at retail, but I was super excited for it, and sure. then you know, I. Upon learning a little more and 
watching. I was like, I drank it like that, and I was like, God damn. I don't think I will ever drink bourbon. Like I, it'll be a long time. Ever again. I don't know why I would. Um, it just. Even that night we were drinking Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Getting it poured in the bar and then going outside where the sun was setting. It was a little cooler. Yeah. And it was kind of warm. It still tastes Yeah, it wasn't good. like we were drinking hot water. Right. It you was know. still, yeah. And, you know, and there's no right or wrong way. To drink, I mean, drink however you want. You may love your rocks. You may love a splash of water. Some people, apparently, ginger ale is a thing. I'm yeah, not a huge ginger flavor, right? You know, if you really want to appreciate what you're drinking, I kind of like when I drink when I bust out the whiskey with my neighbors when they come over. That's they have to ginger ale or sprite. They have to cut it. They'll, yeah, yeah. You know, and but then if I grab a line for my tequila, I'm a bitch. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> well, and that's where, like, you know, you, you see somebody add some ginger ale to this, you're going to cringe. You're like, well, right, you're yeah. Like, you want to add some ginger ale to the benchmark, <laughs> knock yourself out. <laughs> right. Or the Evan Williams, so it was like, we're drinking, this This is a beautiful, perfectly crafted bottle. You know, and these are cool bottles. Like, the E.H. Taylor bottle is also, like, one of your tall, skinny. It's it's like an homage to, like, the Old West bottles. Yeah. Like, like, you'll see, like, like High Noon, Yellowstone. Sure. Uh, Penelope and Calame use these tall bottles. And that's what's kind of neat with, like, Buffalo Trace, too. Like, their distillery is, like, each bottle has its own characteristics. It's not like, you know, you look at the wood for bottles. They all look the, same. the same. I mean, the labels are a little sure. bit different. But, like, if you you know what's you sent your, your wife to grab you a bottle, she might just grab think they're all the same. Angel's Envy is Angel's way. Envy. Uh, actually, Jefferson Ocean. Jefferson's Ocean. There was a new one. They have that's supposed to be like it's like a hundred and twenty four dollars. Okay, it's a one time one year release. Um, it just said Jefferson something on it. It didn't say the ocean on it, but it sure, just, just Jefferson. I think it just said Jefferson, and there's no other anything on the bottle. The guy was explaining it to me, and I was just like, Does oh. it have like the picture of the dudes in the back? Like oh, on the back, yes, the yeah. And he said that was because it was like it's that like a signature reserve. Something, signature yeah. Edition. It was the like the thing that it's rare, that's but it's like I, I think that's the one I have. I need to look because they had that and that Ezra Brooks that they dump once a year that there's only like yep. ten thousand like bottles. Case. Yep. Yeah, they had those at that liquor store on the corner in Janesville. Mm. They had those, but they were like three fifty. Like, Whoa! Well, that's where I got that. Yeah, stack. these weren't stupid. The Ezra was like. 85. Right. I think the Jefferson's Ocean was like 124. Sure. You know, but it's... Or that Jefferson... Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson it's like Select. Select or Reserve. It's or like Select, Small Cat. It, it's like a bunch of words. I'll have to look. But it's, it's, it's a rare, smaller release yeah. thing that they're... You know, and, and some of these um, terms, I guess... I don't want to be too nerded about it, but like... Small batch means they take a small sample of barrels... Um, you know, single barrel, obviously everything in that bottle came from one barrel. Right. Oftentimes, you're, you know, your regular bourbons that aren't any of that, it's a mix of barrels just to kind of keep the flavor the profiles the same because each barrel has its own characteristics. But, um, you know, the bottled and bond means that they're aged in a federally bonded, I don't know if you call it warehouse, aging house. For the duration of it, uh, they all have the cool labels, like what you're talking. That's yeah. that's prime of like what it was. That's why that. What was the other one that we grabbed? Yeah, the the Evan Williams had that label. I think I've since taken. Yeah, yeah, you can see the remaining parts of it. But um, it must be that that federal looking. Yeah, it, it's a. You know, the, the bottled and bond act was ag on whiskey was actually passed before regulations on fuel, dairy products. 
uh, meat, and so many other things that you would think would have been higher. It, it just it, it came to be that way. Right. You know, I think this was obviously way before Prohibition, sure. which was the worst idea ever. <laughs> well, even some, I think there's, uh, there's like five different EF, E.H. E. E. Taylors. There's the, what is the, what is the one called? There's, uh, there, I think there's a single barrel. Okay. There's, uh, I want to say it's called like wedding something, wedding night. Or, that's the real rare one. There's, like I believe there's five of them. Sure. The writing on each bottle is different. The small bat, the small batch is the one you're most likely to find somewhere. It right. is still very rare. The other ones are white rabbits. Right. You're probably never going to see them outside of the distilleries or right. some hardcore collectors that can throw coin around. I mean, even that place that had everything, all they had was small batch. Right. You know, I've never seen any, anybody. I've, they had a great selection. Yeah, like it I said, was just. I think it's because and it'll still be there when you go. Yeah, because no I mean, one's going to. You'll get Chicago people that'll drive up and pay those yeah, prices. Yeah, that's silly. it's. Be, just because I was at a customer's house and they had Blattens left, they had tons of it. That's what actually where the they had Blattens. That was the first time I had the Buffalo Cream. They mm-hmm. gave me a bottle of that. Um, Did you like it? Buffalo Cream, yeah, it's yeah. great in coffee in the morning. Is it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, Don't they do like a chocolate thing too? I'm not too sure. I maybe not. Maybe that. maybe yeah. that's Four Roses. Yeah, the Buffalo Cream is really like I said. It's like a it's like a Bailey's, you know, but it just has a little more heat to it, more bourbon, yeah, you know, more flavor to it. But um, that one's good. But the, she gets it at uh, Costco I mean, in Illinois somewhere. I was going to so. say the one here. I I've scored um, the Jefferson's Ocean and the Elijah Craig Small Batch, which the Elijah Craig Small Batch. It's supposed to be a great one. I've never opened it. It's you can get it anywhere. Yeah, it's not super expensive. Yeah, Yeah. but it's like five dollars cheaper at Costco. The Jeffersons was like twenty dollars cheaper at Costco. That one I haven't seen. Um, I've seen that everywhere. Yeah, you haven't opened the Willet either. No, the Will. I tasted that at your house. Yeah, my house. And I, you know, I wasn't. I I thought it was good. I I I had it. I I don't know what happens to me sometimes. I drank Willet and it tastes like terrible yeah and then i had it one time and it was super vanilla-y and like had this great flavor i'm like i can't believe I. well look how dark it is right i mean the willet is no you know the blanton's is pretty dark some of that's the black wall true i guess but (laughs) and the fact it's up against a black wall. yeah but the willet is notoriously known for just selling for the bottle yeah most people from what i read most everyone says you buy for you buy it pour it out and keep the bottle yeah Um, that's pretty much but, uh, this is how you drink Willet. Sure, right, yeah. And it's it's a fifty dollar bottle, so it's not a bank breaker, but I right. mean it's still and you know, mid level. And I've actually heard with the Willet it change I mean, I think any bourbon will, but it changes with the how much how many times you open it. Yeah. Because it gets the air in there and that one Because it's got this long neck. Correct. Where a lot of the other bottles are almost filled all the way up. Yep. This one has But when it pours it like Bullocks out, yeah. and that like shakes it more, and then the air gets makes sense. It mixes with the air more than just a regular like this slow right. thing that you have. Um, that will its profile supposed to change, but I and don't know. I think that was one of the more of the ones where I bought it for how it would look on the shelf. The, it looks a cool box. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and I drank it at your house. And I was sure. like, okay, that's cool, but well, I was in no rush to open it after that. Right. I was like. Mm. I mean, it was like when we uh, when we seen the heavens door. Like I said, I knew when we when we when I made eyes with it, I knew it was coming home. <laughs> I just had to convince you. 
But it, uh, yeah, and that was kind of the same thing. Then it opened it, looked at the bottle. The bottle was super cool. And then, like I said, that lyric note thing that's in it, that's, I didn't even find uh, Yeah, I think if we do some, that. the more research we do, we're going to find, like, the story on that is going to be sure. really cool, too. Right. You know, and it, it's not your old story so much like these. You know, these are all dating back to, like, the 1800s and stuff. That's more of a modern whiskey right. take, but which is still cool. I mean, a story is a story, but uh, like I said, the E.H. Taylor, I, I give it a ten every time. I love it. It's good. I'm I think. Glad, uh, thank you for sharing. No, it's it was. This is one that like, like you know, my dad's talking about coming up uh, this summer. I, I'm anxious to have my dad drink sure. a glass to see if he likes it. Right. Definitely. He, he doesn't have the strong uh, palate that we have. Okay. So. I'm definitely not going to give him the Evan Williams. I wouldn't start him off with Evan Williams. <laughs> he loves his moonshine, though. He loves his moonshine. And see, and that's what I watch. I dabbled in that, what, moonshine show or whatever. Yeah. Like, the one I watched was when they brought in, like, amateur moonshiners. Oh, really? And they would make shine for, it was, uh, I don't know, the, the obviously wasn't the pickle. Tickle and pickle and Mark and... God, I can't even think of the yeah, name. But he was on there, and and that's what they were talking about is the, the sweetness, the this, the what's this and that. And it's like I've had moonshine, and it tastes like fucking gasoline. Yeah, especially when they, yeah. they drink a lot of the clear stuff. And it's exactly. I was like, now, okay, if we're talking about the sour raspberry or the exactly. sour apple, right? No, sure. it's the clear. But when you're drinking the clear it, stuff, it it tastes like when you drink that old. That tastes like corn whiskey. I just wonder though if they what do they think about. Old Smokies. Like what well, those guys are all through Sugarlands. Oh. Like Mark and sure. D- Digger. That's the other. Digger, that was, they, yeah. they have their own. And, uh, oh, what's the they old did. guy? I bought you a bottle. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know. You're right there, yeah. Mark Rogers. Yeah. What was the old guy? Oh, that's the guy we're supposed to know. The, 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 he was their mentor. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he looked like Uncle Cy. Yep. Um, but he was the guy... That was his face is all over a lot of, yeah. you know, and, all, and Sugarlands does a lot with like a lot of artists. Like they do stuff with NASCAR. Cole Swindell has his own through Sugarlands. Through Sugarlands, you know, a lot of things. What I tell people, Sugarlands apple pie is a hundred times better than Old Smokies. The only thing I love the pickles. Did you have those? Oh, I hate pickles. pickles. It's the only Old Smoky thing I've ever spit out. Really? I actually, Kylie actually has a video of me and her mom doing the tea, and I spit it out, and they're hundred proof. Yeah. They're we good. got the cherry one. I've we don't the like cherries. the cherries. Oh. But the the moonshine, Kylie actually, I, props to her, that's 100 proof. And she right. actually she drank, drank that it. with Sprite. I had, uh, when we were there, that's when I, because I bought the the white lightning. Yeah. And they said that's all it is, is they just take that and mix it with pickles. Yeah. And let them sit. Well, yeah, because there's, you no know, and most it. of the, you know, a lot of like the margarita, the blackberry, the, that moonshine's like 40 proof. Sure. You know, they, they have distilled that down and dumbed right. it down to make it. It's more or less like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you're drinking moonshine, you know, right? Almost on it. You still get drunk from it, but it might take the whole you're bottle. Drink the whole bottle. You know, like when I drink the sour raspberry, it's usually right. the the whole pint. You're borderline then, being drunk or diabetes. Yeah, That's and what you're like, you know, and they'll get you in trouble because it. You know, you mix that with Sprite, and you're drinking a slushy. Right. You know, and next thing you know, you're like you're a talking monkey. <laughs> it's like woohoo. But yeah. Um, we got so much to choose from. Well, since you let me drink your specialty, let's crack open the Weller. We're going to now drink Brandon's bottle of Weller Special Reserve. Yeah, and I'm not uh, big on the 
I thought I was actually just coming over to hang out and <laughs> record. So um, I do have a whiskey book. Um, when the whole crew was supposed to be here, we were going to do a blind tasting of, uh, I kept calling it the Sazerac family. Um, but ultimately it was the Buffalo Trace Williams, right. you know, whatever. Which blind. is why we have like the benchmark. Yep. And stuff that we can kind of mix and match. So we, um, they weren't able to attend. So Neil said, "Well, we'll just record." When I got here, and he started whipping out all the equipment. <laughs> I thought we were just gonna sit in the basement. the uh, the microphone equipment. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Straps and chains. Yeah, later. <laughs> Two more <laughs> of these, and that's I after can't... we finish the Evan Williams. Right, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. So there is a. Uh, there's a whole story on the back of this bottle, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to read it. Which you can thank the show Yellowstone for all your Wellers being impossible to find and being marked up. Is that what they drank? Uh, oh, there was the episode where he drinks, he tells Beth to pour him, Kevin Costner, pour him a uh, whiskey, a bourbon while they're in the car. Uh-huh. It's Weller 12. Oh. From that moment on, gone. And then even with Buffalo Trace, they had this party and the guy, all the hands order a... Double shot of Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Gotcha. And it's just like, bam. But isn't there a Yellowstone bourbon? Yeah, but it had nothing to do with the show. Oh. And supposedly it tastes terrible. Gotcha. I've seen it on the shelf. Yeah. I just assume. I and it's a cool bottle. Uh, right. Similar. It's it's the long bottle type, like the yeah. E.H. Taylor. Yeah, like a Calumet. The kind yeah, of thing the Calumet and the yeah. Penelope. Yeah. It's kind of like almost like the wine bottle. Right. You know, that's, that's what I would call it. I'm sure there's a, a term for it in the bourbon world. But, yeah, you know, in the Weller, you know, you go back 20 years ago, this is not considered high-end whiskey or bourbon. Yeah, I... It's, I mean, Weller 12 that I touched a bottle on a shelf, it was $300, has a retail of twenty six ninety nine. I thought that was Weller 12 when I bought it, so I was... This is actually supposed to be, like, one of the better ones. Yeah, when you showed me the picture when we were going to go to that uh, liquor store today, we were going to buy a bottle of, of Special Reserve. And split it. And split it. And, it was and like then Brandon was like, wait, I have one. I have one. Let's just drink this one. But that was, what, 98 bucks it was showing on? Yeah. Like, so. And like I said, you know, this is 90 proof. So it's keeping it, you know, which you'll find a lot of your whisk, like the, the bourbons and stuff, come in, kind of come in at 90 proof. I think it just takes down that, that you see 100 you're just automatically like oh, yeah shit. you know and, and the hundreds hit or miss there's people like you know like everyone says that old granddad 114 right is it and that's one i'll probably add to the shelf sure you know and even that's a 23 dollar bottle but right. a lot of people say that's that's it's, really good you've got your wild for, turkey 101s right the rare breed is 101 i believe is rare it? breeds high yeah I it's have, I have, see, that's what I wanted to do the, we'll do it, same thing. I have the Rare Breed, that Knob Creek 120, yeah. um, and then just, just mix in a couple just stupid high. I don't know if it's it's awesome or sad how many bottles behind us we've got that still aren't open. <laughs> My shelf's uh, yeah. similar. You know, and we do drink a lot. We promise, just on the weekends. Yeah, I, I'll maybe after work come home and have a bourbon or two, mate. But typically, I don't. It's more something I'll sip when I have people over. Like yeah. I don't really drink it by myself. You know, I do find myself sometimes, like on a day, you know, and back in the day, it was used for medicinal purposes. You could get a prescription. 
you know, oh. I, I've got the metal wall art oh. things, the posters. There's actually a prescription you can so order. You ha they have bottles that are like prescription, like cough syrup medicine mm -hmm. bottles that were alcohol in them. You know, when you think about it, I mean, it wasn't like you were going to urgent care back then or they right. didn't have a leave or right. ibuprofen. You People worked, I mean, you know, back in the day, work and life was hard. Well, that's what they had said. Sore knee. Sometimes right. I'll come down, have a little sip, and it takes... Can't feel my legs. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's like the thing they say... Tommy Boy, I can't feel my legs! <laughs> I'm on fire! <laughs> when they, uh... It's always the joke, whatever, when your kid's teething. Well, yeah. rub some brandy. Yeah, in that was always... It's like, that's not a joke. Like, they probably that's really That's what did. our parents probably they did probably with us. Did. That, it's their fault we're sitting here that's right now. That's the problem. They, they, need, they need to own Happy it. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Yeah. Teething was my gateway to bourbon. <laughs> and this is a weeded bourbon. All the Wellers are. It smells really good. Completely different taste. Yeah. Caramel. Yep, definitely caramel. A lot, it smelled like caramel, yep. so. More of a caramel, kind of like you said, the weeded, like bready. Mm-hmm. Not yeasty, but you can kind of. It's got the. Yeah, it's good. It's not a. It's not the Kentucky hug, but it definitely. No, has, it has. It's got a. It's, it's got, got a. a it's a consistent, yeah, it's consistent. The heat doesn't. It doesn't peak. Nope. It's consistent heat, but it's. It's good. Yeah, it's. It, this is definitely your end of the night. Take a sip. Yep. Yeah. You know, put your feet up. No. Yeah, you're not going to sit here. This is a. Let me think about. Whatever. Reflect on life. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of what they used it for in the show. <laughs> He'd had a bad day. Was sitting oh, was it? Yeah. And it was, I'm, yeah, you know, it, and a lot of times with stuff like this, you know, the bottles we chase down, it's like, is it going to be a letdown? Sure. You know, we have, I had very, I very you know, because it's like everything I've heard about the Weller has been really good. And it's if you're going to spend $90. Yeah. It, like, you hope it's good. You know, and Weller doesn't even use corks. Nope. The Wellers top. are yeah. screw tops. Like, almost, I think of, like, Boone's Farm. Right. Back in the day. This is a million times better than that. But, yeah, just the old metal screw top. W.L. Was it W.L. Weller was the uh, born yeah, and raised in Kentucky. Yeah, story on the yeah. back. I wasn't about to try to read it. It's kind of neat how, like... You know, and not all bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. A lot of people think that. True. I mean, the Heaven's Door is Tennessee. The yep. Leaper's Fork is Tennessee. I think Jack Daniels is obviously uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Lynchburg. I think it's actually Motlow, but they call it Lynchburg. But, um, yeah, this is, I, I'm very pleased that it was not a letdown. You're right. Yeah, me too. Especially uh, the fact that I didn't even know I had it on my show. So <laughs> It's even better. It's even better. Right. Yeah, like I said, I think we got this. I think this is what I got in Harvard. And Fryer said, said that's you know that's the, the you know that's the that's a wild card. You're not going to find that like buy it. And you know a lot like the E. H. Taylor, it's smooth. Right. It's just it's a good tasting smooth. But that was the same liquor store that had they had pallets of Eagle Rare for two hundred bucks a bottle. Like I think it was, I don't it wasn't two, but it was over a hundred, and. I don't know. You know, and a lot of people, and I don't know, have you opened any of the Eagle Rare? Yeah. A lot of people say, like, of the Trace line, that it's, like, the worst one. Like I said, I'm... And I don't, I mean, I don't know, but... I, I've had it, and I've, I have, I think, four bottles. Nice. And I 
the one bottle I opened actually when, uh, what was it? Was it New Year's, I think? Because uh, it was New No, it was the random day um, Travis came when we went out for beers. Oh, okay. Did some tappers and yeah. whatever. We were hanging at the house, and he was like, oh, he, I was like, if you want a bourbon, go ahead, like, pour, pour one. And, of course, he grabbed the unopened bottle of Eagle Rare, and he's like, can I, I'm like, like, no bourbon that, etiquette. Right, yeah. No like, bourbon well, etiquette. Like, well, let's drink this one. I'm like, you can't pick one that's already open. Right. So uh, so we drank it, but it's the same thing as I have more. So it's 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 just like the Heaven's Door. It's like, yeah, it's cool that you had it, and then you turn around and you sell it. Let's say, so you make a couple hundred bucks. Right. Like, cool, but you didn't drink it. Right. You, you don't never, actually know what it tastes like. You don't get to experience it. Right. And I think more and more, it's just like, I, I literally enjoy it. Like, it's one of those things, you know, and, I, and my wife's not much of a drinker. She really doesn't drink at all. But, like, it's one of those things where sometimes, like, I'm glad I have you and I have my friends to share. Because sure. it's like, you can't always drink by yourself. And I only drink on the weekends, really, unless, if I've had a really bad day, sometimes sure. I come down here and I just sip right from the bottle <laughs> and go about my day. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't want anyone to smell it on my breath. You right. know, sometimes you just need it to uh, make you breathe. That's the first sign. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, an alcoholic's not somebody who's drunk every day. It's somebody that needs a drink. <laughs> that needs the drink. I don't need the drink. The bottles call to me. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, that's typically how I feel the same way. Sometimes you just have to... Uh, sometimes I just come down here and look at them. It's cool. I'm like... Like, it's it's definitely... I mean, a lot of the places I, you know, work at, it's the same thing. Yeah. Because I, I always look, you know, if their liquor's out, I kind of see what the, who's who is drinking. Yeah. Um, and They're really, probably sitting on bottles of McKenna. And no. Probably dude. a lot of scotch, or is uh, it all Tito's? Uh, mainly t- Tito's. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, uh, it's not Casamigos. Uh, That's Casa the new Azul. one, the Casamigos. Yeah, yeah, Casa Azul. Casa Azul. All of the, which is tequila in a bourbon barrel. Really? Um, oh, that's the darker one, right? It's yeah, it's the tall that yep. bottle with yeah. the bow. Um, Casa, what what was the first Casa? Casa Amigos. That's the George Clooney one. Yeah, yeah, and that's like the new, like popular one mm-hmm. that everyone's drinking. Um, my neighbors drink a Casa a Casa Azul. Um, it's in like a black. It's almost like a the consistency of a chalkboard bottle. Really? But it's uh, Moscow. Oh. Uh, Not a huge tequila, like tequila and my margaritas. That's about the extent. Yeah. I've got a couple big bottles of Cuervo down here. That strictly for margaritas. margaritas. I've heard the uh, Dwayne John, the Termana is really good. Um, I've had it. Yeah. So it is tequila with the lime, with the salt, with everything already. Really? You just pour it in a glass and drink mm. it. Ta- you taste all that stuff. I'm not a big tequila fan. Yeah, like I said, margaritas, that's about yeah. the extent. I make them in my, I use that little, I use a half shot sure. in my moonshine, mar- the awesome margaritas. That's right. about the extent. So that tequila I have there will probably last me years. the rest of my life. It'll be like 10 years. Right, well, that's even why, like even vodka-wise. I'm old school. I've got absolute. absolute. I mean, I I don't drink that. I made a screwdriver for one of her friends. I love and I think these little bottles I have are from you from Christmas. Oh, sure. I mean, I got a bottle of Bacardi, a bottle and of doers. Malibu. Yeah. But it's... Malibu Black. Malibu Black, dude. Remember yeah. Remember we used to do the Bacardi 151? 151. We'd mix that with all kinds of fruit, make a Wapatalooli. I love that stuff. That was That's back in the probably, day. I think the first time I was drunk, I was probably like six. 
But we were at a party and we were just all hanging out. I had I got a new bike, pedal bike, cruising around the yard. Everything was fine. Every you know it was my parents and had the wapatuli over there, and I just kept eating the fruit. I didn't really right. Know. And then all of a sudden, I was getting really hard to ride my bike. And you pissed your pants over, on right? your bike. <laughs> And my mom was like, what's wrong you with you? look like the president riding your bike. <laughs> and uh, she says, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, why are your hands all red? Because I kept dipping my hand oh, in to grab the fruit. Yeah. And I said, I've been eating the fruit out of that barrel over there. And she was like, that's alcohol. Uh, <laughs> and I've loved it ever since. <laughs> Kylie told me a story. They were on vacation in Mexico once. And she thought she was getting, I think she thought she was getting pina colada slushies. Sure. And they were fucking pina coladas. And nice. she was like, I don't know, 13, 14. Next thing she thought she was shit-faced. Sure. It's probably the last time she was drunk. God right. Her. And was done. <laughs> when we went to, uh, actually, we went to, that all, we went to an all-inclusive. And it was like a family, family-friendly one. They were like super strict with the kids because um, they had swim up bars. Yeah, and they were super strict with the kids. Oh, you like, probably have to be now. You know, coming up and so like kids are savages. Yeah, well, that's the that's the the crazy part is is that they they were allowed to like be in the same area. They just couldn't sit like at the bar, but yeah, they were still you know they were still kids around for the most part. I like that. I like that Weller. It's good. That lived up to the expectation. I would give that a 10. Yeah, that's good. I It's completely different taste from the two. Yeah, but not completely different in the Long Branch. No, no. Long no. Branch is always going to be our measuring that's stick for out of the ball, out of just out of the ballpark. It's more of the, I think, like you said, the weeded versus the yeah. sour mash. I think there's definitely a different profile to them. And it's less of a, like it's, it's a, it's designed for what we're doing. Correct. I mean, I think like the E.H. Taylor is, you know, it's it's just a sipping whiskey, you know, a bourbon, a gentleman's bourbon, so to speak. And it's damn good. I mean, and there's, I think there's like, like the E.H. Taylor's, there's five different there's wellers. There's tons of wellers, yeah. I know the white label one is like the, that's, no, that's the red. unicorn, yeah. yeah. There's the red, the black, there's a blue. Um, white. There's a gold one too. Because isn't um, Weller Twelve a green label? Black. Black label. Black label. Yep. Prior has that. Yes, but this is the is like the most popular one. Like everyone loves the special, and I, I get it. I mean, if you're you want to sip your bourbon and have a chill night, you know, it's one of those things. Like, how often do you want to? I mean, I get you know, the moments you right. can always get another bottle, but till you can, can you? You know. Right. You know, and that's even what I thought. I was, you know, I think I spent so much time wrapping my head around getting different bottles. And part of that is because of what we do. Sure. You know, so we want to taste different things. And I've been exploring more. I mean, that's the first high-end bottle, you know, and even we're splitting that. So it's really not super high-end. Right. That I've, you know, everything lately I've been, you know, the Walcott, like this twenty nine ninety nine. Like, I, I love that. Yeah, you have straight thought, budget budget yeah i was like there's some good stuff out you know even the basil hayden isn't super expensive you can get everywhere what 35 bucks they had the basil toast and i didn't even look at the price of it yeah the the small batch um elijah craig this old forester i got you know maybe we'll try this one too the 18 i this was one i drank on ice 
and I did not like it. So we're back to a, what, a 90 proof? It's a 90 proof. I thought yeah. this was 90, wasn't it? That was 90. Yeah, 90 proof, which is seems to be a consistent thing. So it's the uh, Old Foresters 1870 original batch. Yep. Um, Prohibition style Prohibition or something style, like that. Um, 90 proof, 45%. And Old Foresters really popular. I mean, even their main, just the Old Foresters, is a, like a $28 bottle sure. that you can find everywhere. You said that this is um, whiskey roll blended with three distilleries from different warehouses to achieve a quality and consistency. So it's, yeah, that's kind of what we were talking about. They don't want. They don't. Want, they don't want. They don't want to be like will it? I guess where each bottle tastes differently. Right. Right. You know, which you know, you'd have to want. It would be neat too to kind of get two bottles of single barrel of the same thing and see. Really try to compare the taste on them. Well, I'm because just, they should yeah. taste different. I've never, um, Fryer would be, that'd be a great question for him. Yeah. he's went, um, the place he works, they've been to, they've purchased barrels. Mm-hmm. And um, they've sampled, and it was Jack Daniels was where they went. And he said, you can clearly taste the difference in the barrels, you know. Right, um, which you're, that's what you should. I mean, each one has its, you know, and even when they, they were saying in that documentary how, it could be up to like thirty trees sure. used to make one bear. I mean, right. each—that's crazy. When I when we went to that um, whiskey tasting, they said that when they do that, they take they like mix up the the barrels like the there's a name for them the slots or whatever. Yeah, but they're not all from the same tree either. Right. Yeah, it's all mixed up. So and that's kind of neat. If yeah. You, like even what do they call the people that do that? Cooper or Cooper? But like. You know, and, oh, the other thing with bourbon, each bourbon has to go into a new barrel. Right. So the barrels don't get reused. No. That's fucking crazy if you think about it. Like, where does all that, we're, we're cutting down some trees. Well, that's where the people buy them, make yeah. cars and bullshit out of them. Yeah, that guy at the end of the dock that made the furniture yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, those are cool chairs. And I was like, I bet those are 600 Dude, they have them on the marketplace. Really? Like, if people make shit out of them. But they're like... Two hundred dollars. I mean, they get yeah. pricey. Give you a little more. I feel like a shortage oh, on that. One. Yeah, I appreciate that. Wouldn't know what I would do. And like I said, when I first straightened them, this may be a miss. I don't know. You know, this is the old Forester eighteen seventy. This is one of the. This isn't one of their suit. Ooh, you can almost smell the. It smells like chocolate. It smells like that, chocolate covered cherries. Doesn't it? I think the ice might have distorted this one completely. Funny part is, is I have like the worst deviated septum in the world. Really? That I can smell. But not good. It's not good. <laughs> so even without the ice, yeah. it's it's not good. Um, I apologize, Mister Old Forester, eighteen seventy. The 19 ones are supposed to you be suck. really good. Okay, so I... Yeah, that was not good. That was It, it tastes choice. unfinished. I honestly feel like there's too much going on. I still like chocolate-covered cherries. and I'm one of those people, too, that never understood mixing chocolate and fruit. Like, I love strawberries and I love chocolate, but I don't like chocolate and strawberries. Yeah, I'm, I would have to agree. And this has a really bad aftertaste. Yeah, it's not good at all. It almost it almost tastes like this is going to sound bad. I don't want to insult people that really maybe like that like 
something medical in your mouth to hold your tongue like a uh, stick. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. There's a lingering weirdness. Weird aftertaste. Tastes like like it's breath. it's a different aftertaste than the stuff out of the plastic bottle. It's like morning breath is what it tastes yeah. like. So we can confirm that Old Forester 1870 is not good. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 2. Yeah. Still not Long Branch. It's it's still but at least Long Branch tastes like barbecue and ashes. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> tastes like somebody dropped all your uh, barbecue potato chips in the bottom of a charcoal grill. So if that's your thing, hey, you'll love it. You know, eat it with some smoke, drink it with some smoked brisket or something. I mean, maybe we'll have to try that this summer yeah, when you smoke some meat. We can do that. Yeah, this is wow. I apologize. Soft topic. But I, I got a. I have a Traeger, right? Yeah, died, dude. Are you serious? Didn't you just get that like yeah, last year? I, I don't know what's wrong. Doesn't with it have it. a lifetime warranty? Uh-huh. It's gonna it's gonna get the Tesla treatment. If I'm gonna clean it, and you can set it on fire, I might just blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> Put some Tanzanite in it. Yeah. So no, I'm gonna clean it because that's like cause I have my drum smoker. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen that, and it's like you don't clean them. Like you just. That's why I was surprised you bought a Traeger. Um. It's super Because what you were doing wasn't broken. I know it takes longer. It's, it's, yeah, that is like you babysit it for the day. Yeah. Versus like the Traeger, you throw shit on there. For like four hours. You pretty much walk away. Um, yeah. I mean, ribs, it makes a great rib, like, because you, it's, it's perfect every time. Yeah. You know, like the, their versus on the barrel, you have, it's just a little more work. A lot better smoke profile out of a barrel drum smoker than out of the. Drum Brandon drum. is an expert meat smoker. <laughs> that sounds, but seriously, like that, like you had. What did you have last time? You had chicken ribs, chicken ribs, and pulled pork. Pulled pork, like they were, they were. Every one of them was like yeah. perfect. No, that's good. And that's that that's but that's on the barrel. Yeah, that was. You were three for yeah. three on that. The I barrel was just, is, the barrel. I felt like I couldn't stop eating that yeah. night. And we were drinking too. We, yeah, so we drank. And it was hot, so we were eating a lot of. I mean, we had full on yeah. meat whiskey sweats going that night. <laughs> Just sweating. But yeah, this man. It's Old Forester's not. We uh, tried Old Forester, you know, and this is the one like I was saying, everybody uses for old fashioned. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't. You know, and look how dark it is. I mean, even off the wall. Look how. So this is one that you gave me a little more. Remember? I know. Like, oh, now I'm like here. My bad. This is where sometimes I wish I had a running sink down here. We'll pour it in the ice maker and it'll be in the ice cube. <laughs> Are the ice... Did you piss in the ice maker again? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I thought that was a urinal. I, was I thought the little spray thing was a bidet. Uh, and this has like a... It tastes thick. Yeah. It's, it's not... Like, it, it, it's a heavier... I don't even want to drink it. I know. I, I'm kind of drinking it just because I feel like I owe you something better. Uh, Needless to say, this will be going on the shelf and staying there. I have to remind myself to dust it occasionally. Oh, that's not good. No. And you know what? Some people swear by Old Forester. I mean, I even have an Old Forester poster on the wall. Or deck decor over there. But yeah, that's not good. No, that's not. I Mm. I wouldn't recommend that to many. It's like drinking a Pepsi after you brush your teeth. Yeah, the weirdest aftertaste. Mmm. It's like licking the bottom of your shoe. Done that before? Uh, a time or two. 
I know this is good. We generally don't drink this many whiskeys on the show, but we're, we're not going to end on a bad note as we get here and after an hour. We're going to go home on a good note. You said you didn't like this, though, didn't you? Let's try it. All right. Dude, we're going to... We're just grabbing a simple bottle of your Four Roses. Uh, another bottle you can get for 23 bucks, pretty much anywhere. Uh, they do make a single barrel and a small batch, all which are supposed to be really good. Um, Four Roses kind of operates under the keep it simple process. I don't think there's a, you know, a lot that goes into this. I thought it was really good. I drank it neat. Did I give you enough? Yeah, it's plenty. Okay. Just in case. Um, I drank it neat the first time I drank it, and I, I liked it. So hopefully second time around, Brandon will enjoy Four Roses. We had talked earlier, and he said it was not one of his favorites. No, but like I said, it was. it's the ice thing. It's, yeah, and this one is 40%. This is 80 proof. It smells good. Here we go. Better neat? Uh, better neat. Definitely way better than, than the uh, Old Forester. Forester. Old Forester's down there. It's actually there not with, bad. Yes. Yeah, I'll be I, honest. I, I like it. You know, and this is one if you watch any kind of like bourbon Instagram YouTubers or whatever, that they swear by. Too. Yeah. yeah. And they say, you know, and that's where I was like, I want to try the small batch and the single barrel because if. They're regular whiskeys this good. You know, imagine the stuff with a little more craftsmanship's got to be even better. You'd think. And it's still, even on the high end, is 40 bucks for the single but barrel with, or whatever. But if it's a single barrel, so that's ultimately somebody's favorite barrel? Yeah, a honey barrel, as they call them. Gotcha. Barrels with sweet spots. A honey barrel. That's right. That's on neat, too. Yeah. The ones that are like crammed in the way back corner. Yep, and they they have the best spots in yep. the in the what do they call them the uh, still house? Yeah, where they sit and age. Just imagine that, like all the millions of dollars right. in these places. You know they don't let you go near those on the tour, just probably because I mean you could poke a hole. And, I mean, I just wonder if they're really even there. Right. Like, is it real? Right. They really just have like gallons of it in a big jug, and they tell you it's been sitting for four years. Right. But it's all. Run under federal, you know, under well, the... Well, I mean, I guess what I mean is, like, so, like, when you're at... I've never been, but, like, we watched that neat yeah. show. Like, they had the the distilling house, like... So, is it really all there? At Buffalo they, Trace, I know that, because their grounds are huge. Oh, so then they... They have, have a huge facility. Now, gotcha. some of the... You know, some of the... Four Roses is, isn't a huge... Uh, facility. Sure. I mean, they're smaller. I would think, like, I, I think Castle and Key, I think she did have her stuff elsewhere. Right. Like, stored. Um, you know, I bet Woodford Reserve's huge. You know, right. you know Jim, Jack, and all them. You know, right. those guys are... It probably depends on the per on right. the, you know, whatever. Well, it's probably similar to Benchmark. Yeah. That's exactly it, is they don't have the facility to bottle, to do this, to do that. Right. So they they select their they select what they like and then give it to Buffalo Trace for them to store it, bottle it, whatever, and then give it back. But it's ultimately 
what they like. Well, I'm glad you like the four roses for, the yeah, second this, time. We can end on this one. That's like, def, I mean, for for a twenty three dollar bottle. That's the key, right? Is you know, and, and that's I think the important thing is to know you don't have to spend a hundred dollars to have good good bourbon. Right. You know, I get. I mean, I, and I'm guilty of it too. A lot of it looks cool. You know, a lot of behind me on the shelf looks really cool. Yeah. Well, that was that bottle of Yamakaze. We the Yamakaze, like this Weller, the Heaven's Door. Right. You know, we've got the Blantons. We've got the E. H. Taylor, uh, the Jefferson Oceans. But you know, then you you go to your your old solids like your Woodford Reserve. You can get that anywhere. Right. All the time. Yeah, and, and it's good. And, I, I and that's a lot of people's favorite. Sure. Like, people love the Woodford Reserve. There's a reason you can get it everywhere. Right. You know, one, you know, maybe they haven't hit the popu- popularity of the Buffalo Trace and this, this and that. And I think, and I just keep going back, like, I think Buffalo Trace, now after drinking numerous different, you know, low, you know, more budget end, more higher end, right. or whatever, I see the desire for Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. But because at these similar price points, it's way better. It's way better. Yeah. But I couldn't pay. I couldn't pay fifty bucks for a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Now, when you think before the craze and Buffalo Trace was really sitting everywhere for twenty three to twenty six dollars, hell yeah! Why would you buy any of this other stuff? Like you've talked to distributors. I I haven't personally. I know people, whatever, and they're like, you couldn't sell the shit, PC. Yeah, like you couldn't sell it. Like no one would buy it. Now it's everyone sat at home. And even in the eighties, nobody would touch bourbon. Right. It was considered like old people. Like you know, right. we we in college, we were just talking about it. clear clear liquor, oh, vodka, yeah. rum, gold schlager. You know, <laughs> when we were, you know, we all experimented one night with Jaeger, and I don't think it ever went more than one night. Oh man, you, everyone has their Jaeger story where they drink yep. a bottle and next it's Captain it, Morgan. Captain Captain Morgan Bacardi Cokes. That I did that. I tried that twice. Yeah, I did the same both times. We were always Bacardi. Bacardi. You know, in college, uh, David Blue was a roommate. I hope he doesn't. I doubt he listens to my <laughs> podcast. But uh, he's actually an engineer. One of the smartest guys I know. And, sure. Um, he made. He took. He would take Bacardi, and it would either be like your regular Bacardi right down there, or your one fifty one. Bacardi, Mountain Dew, and Sunny Delight. And he called it Celebration Pot. And I'm telling you, strange ingredients. This shit tasted good. Tasted uh, good. My cousin used to drink, um, what was it, Vodka Mountain Dews. Vodka Mountain Dews. Voodoo's. Voodoo. I like that. I like that. And that's what that was his drink of choice. You know, and... You just experiment with stuff and see what you like. Sunny D and Mountain Dew, and then it's random, like an orange juice. And well, I mean, it's kind of like Sunny D is the orange juice. What Velveeta is the cheese. Correct. <laughs> I mean, but. They actually have a new um, Sunny D seltzer out. Yeah. Like alcohol. It's like White Claw, but it's, Come on. but it's Sunny D. Really? They're good. Did you ever get those surge ones they had? At, oh man, those remember are we high we talked about those? Yeah, yeah, actually, my first experience with those, we uh, actually Friar Sean and I went down to move my grandparents back from Florida, and we took uh, the first day we moved them whatever, and we went out on the town and uh, New Smyrna Beach, Florida. If anyone wants, have you been there? New Smyrna Beach is it's nice, awesome, super cool. Um, so we were very there. clean. 
Very, very clean, nice. Cool bars. Cool yep. vibes. Very, very chill vibe. A lot of older people. Yep. So there's not a lot of hooligans and riffraff or yeah. anything. Every bar, there was like a sports bar. There's a, like a lot a of outdoor music. everything. Yep. yep. It was cool. So we, we went to the, there's a bar right A lot of churches too. Yeah, it's the South. Yeah. You know, they got to be holy. And uh, we, we went there and we had the White Claw Surge. I think they're like 8%. And uh, got in trouble quick. Oh yeah, because they especially they when do, it tastes like a soda. Well, they do have a little more of like an alcoholy taste. Yeah, but um, after two, it don't matter. Speaking of those, I can't believe I haven't told you. I know you're not a big soda person. Sure. But uh, when we were in Florida, they you know, I love uh, Baja Blast by yeah. Mountain Dew. Like they have a Taco Bell. They have Baja Blast like seltzers, or they're, really? they're, it's like a it, it's a soda can. Uh, they you can get them at like the Harvard Walmart or mm-hmm. whatever it was at the Cardinal that's sure. right down there. I know that's my father in law went and got them because yeah. you can't get them in Wisconsin sure. or whatever. Well, because it's like soda. So good, literally tastes like a Baja Blast, and will get you drunk. Uh, so if you're that that's available near you, try it. And they we actually saw it when we were at the Villages in Orlando. Oh sure, there's a Dr Pepper one. Oh wow! Yeah, we didn't get that. We got the Baja Blast, right. but I was like, God damn! Imagine drinking some Dr Pepper without <laughs> whiskey in it, and it gets you drunk. When you put whiskey in it, and get extra drunk. Exactly. Put the Long Branch in and there. Spike it with some co- some white lightning. <laughs> yeah, we had the um, Bud Light makes the. They have a cola, lemon lime, an orange. The lemon lime and the cola are pretty good, but they're sweet. It's good stuff, but. Well, yeah, I guess we're gonna wrap up here. Game. We think, uh, thank you guys for joining us. It was kind of nice. I mean, me and Brandon just sitting here. Yeah, this was for the moment. Shooting we the shit at, uh, on the set. fly. Nothing scripted. No, we talked we a little bit about it in the car. And yeah, tacos and shoot the shit. Yeah, we had some chicken tacos before that, and um, that's all we got. That's it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Drink up and uh, you know, stay posted. Hopefully Bourbon session sessions four. volume four. It'll be June sometime. We can get everyone together, hopefully, and uh, then we will be doing that uh, Sazerac. The blind testing. Yep. Blind testing. So all right. Have a good weekend, everyone. Give your mom a call. <laughs> I right. will.